Hello, ako si Jadez Gavilan. Kayo ay nakikinig sa bagong Rappler Podcast episode kung saan hihimayin natin ang mga maiinit at mahalagang isyo sa Pilipinas. Ito ang Rappler's News Break Beyond the Stories. Sa episode na to, pag-uusapan natin ang latest Newsbreak investigative report tungkol sa multi-million peso contract ng PhilHealth at Philippine Red Cross para sa isang COVID-19 mass testing program. Kasama ko ngayon si Camille Alemia, ang Raptor reporter who wrote the story para pag-usapan ng kanyang findings tungkol sa malaking kontratang ito. Hi Camille, thank you for joining me today. Hi Jody, thank you for having me. So, siguro quick background muna tayo. Ano ba yung role ng Philippine Red Cross sa healthcare system sa Pilipinas? Normal ba na may mga ganito siyang kontrata with the government? Uh, una, siguro uh, magbigay lang ako ng brief background kung ano yung Philippine Red Cross. Ano siya? It was established in the late 40s. Parang uh, ano siya, part siya ng commitment ng Philippines dun sa Geneva Conventions and International Red Cross and Red Crescent Movement. So kaya tayo nagkaroon ng Philippine Red Cross. And yung ibang bansa din na signatories dun, they have their own. But the Philippine Red Cross, it's an independent and autonomous NGO na mandated to help or tasked to help the Philippine government in terms of humanitarian efforts. So mm-hmm. while they're while they are a private organization, meron din silang role sa Philippine government by virtue of yun yung yun yung um, Geneva Convention. Pero going back to your question, yung Philippine Red Cross meron silang charter that the newest charter was approved in I think. 2010 by former President um, Gloria Arroyo. So under that charter, the Philippine Red Cross is allowed to enter into public agreements. So, pwede silang pumasok sa kontrata with other government offices. So, sa katanong mong yun, ba, ano yun? Pwede yun, valid yun. Pero yun na nga lang, nagkakatalo on what kind of agreement they entered into. Okay. So, parang, I'll ask you later kung ano ba yung agreement ito sa subject ng report mo. Pero uh, sa coronavirus response, ano yung naging role ng Red Cross so far? So far, ang role nila is on the testing kasi mm-hmm. involved sila sa sa pagtitest ng mga tao. Either, I mean, private or yung free testing care of PhilHealth. Uh-huh. So PhilHealth went into an agreement with Red Cross para yung mga certain people na covered under the DOH guidelines on expanded mass testing, libre siya na pwedeng magpa-test sa PRC tapos ang magbabayad PhilHealth. Pero like, yung mga tao na for employment or para makatravel, gusto nilang magpa-test, magbabayad sila sa Red Cross hmm, okay. ng sarili nila. So parang service so, yun provider. Nila talaga. So, parang service provider ang Red Cross itong coronavirus response. Oo, when it comes to testing. Okay. Kasi sila yung may biggest lab, molecular laboratory. So, tas nagtayo pa sila. Kasi ang Red Cross kumukuha ng, ng money for, from donations and also siguro ang dami nilang donate sa kanila. So, mas mabilis silang nakapagpatayo. Oo. So, yung report mo na numabas lang this week kasi it focus nga on COVID-19 testing program ng PhilHealth na pinasok nito with Red Cross. Siguro, can you tell me first ano ba yung nasa kontrata ano yung parang important details na dapat muna malaman ng mga tao about sa agreement na to between the PhilHealth and PRC? So, PhilHealth via its former CEO and Chairman Ricardo Morales and the Philippine Red Cross, represented by Senator Richard Gordon, entered into an agreement 
para yung PhilHealth will pay the testing services of Red Cross dun sa mga covered na Filipinos. So, mm-hmm. under the agreement, PhilHealth will pay 3500 for each covered test. But we have to note that this 3500 it's a bit higher than the case, highest case rates ng PhilHealth for COVID testing. Kasi yung case rates, ano yun, parang yun yung binabayad ng PhilHealth sa mga ospital, medical providers, kung depende sa kung ano yung ginawa nila. Para hindi na mahira, parang naka may automatic na. So, in short, mas mahal pa rin ng isang daan na almost 100 pesos yung binabayad ng PhilHealth sa Red Cross. And multiply that with, so far, ang PhilHealth, naka, ang Red Cross, nakaka-500,000 Filipinos na sila under the PhilHealth agreement. So, 100 pesos times 500,000 people, Filipinos, yun yung dagdag pa dun sa ano, dagdag nakita ng Red Cross. So, tinanong ko sila, bakit bakit ganito? Bakit um, yung mandated lang ng PhilHealth? 3-4 kayo, 3,500 ang binabayad. Sabi nila, the agreement was signed May 5, and at that time, wala pang malinaw na case rates. Wala pang malinaw na amount yung PhilHealth. So, it shows the inefficiency. So, dahil nauna yung agreement na yun, and walang provision dun sa agreement na susundin yung case rate ng PhilHealth, it was just, parang nakalagay lang doon na 3,500. Eh, Walang mention na ito yung case rates ng PhilHealth. So, doon nakikita kung gano'n rin minadali yung agreement. Uh-huh. Tapos, under noon, yung agreement, it was signed May 5. And immediately on that day, PhilHealth released 100 million pesos to PRC by a check. And we have that in our story. So, usually kasi, hindi ka agad magda-down. I mean, bawal siya sa law. Uh-oh. which we can discuss later on. Uh-oh. Tapos, uh, under the rule, meron din na hindi lang enough yung unang 100 million advance. So, what's gonna happen is, there will be a revolving fund. Dapat, ang Philippine Red Cross, under that agreement, will always have 100 million pesos for the services or for the testing services. Mm, okay. Tapos, sabi pa doon na pag naubos na yung 100 million or like, let's say, bumaba na, ang Red Cross can ask for money and PhilHealth shall uh, replenish that revolving fund within three days lang. So, ganun kabilisan yung galaw ng money. Uh-oh. So, basta, the point is, there should always be 100 million with Red Cross. That's the idea of the agreement. So, when you went through the contract for the first time, nung nakita mo siya, ano yung unang parang nag-got ng eye mo na parang red flag ito ha? Parang siguro yung pinaka-explicit na Nung nabasa mo, medyo sketchy. Parang yung unang tumatak sa'yo. Uh, siguro, um, it's a combination of two factors. Yung una, yung 100 million advance payment plus yung revolving fund siya. And then, yung fact na ang dali lang nung requirements for liquidation. Mm-hmm. Dalawa lang eh. Nakasulat doon na the only allowed parang proof for liquidation na ng Red Cross para sabihin nila sa PhilHealth na oh, yung binigay nyo sa amin pera dito namin ginastos. Ang proof lang na required is a customer information sheet mm-hmm. na kung ikaw nagpa-test ka, kung ano lang yung fill out mo na form, yun na yun. And then, the list of summary of tests signed by the PRC pathologist. So basically, all proof must come from PRC lang. 
walang nakalagay sa contract na PhilHealth will validate it, will verify it. And this one was kind of confirmed by Senator Gordon in a previous television interview when he said na PhilHealth na magpadala ng tao to check kasi wala naman daw cheating sa PRC. I mean, regardless of that, ang point is, dapat both parties, sabi ng mga state auditors, past and present, na nakausap natin, it's parang it's upon both contracting parties to ensure na may verification. Uh-oh. So, isang sign na minadali. Yun yung parang red flag sa akin. Parang, when I first read the contract. When you parang compare it to other like, contracts ng government, no? parang when you mentioned it, parang andalingan ng liquidation. Mm-mm, madali. Parang, Siyempre, when you do an investigative report, i-, i ano may sarili mo, di ba? Like, oh. double check mo or i-doubt mo. So, inisip ko, maybe because it's pandemic and it's really needed. Pero, oh. at the same time, yung mga doctors na nakauska po, they said, yung ibang mga hospitals, hindi naman ganyan kabilis nakakuha. And at the same time, yung mga PhilHealth people mismo, nag-raise na ng flag doon, pero hindi sila pinakinggan. Oh. And then, when we talk to state auditors, it's not an excuse to alam mo yon to let to let go of the basic and it's a verification especially involving public funds kasi nga we all know limited yung funds natin ngayon hindi nga lahat covered ng free tests and that's been the problem since the pandemic started so all the more there's really need to to ensure that public funds are spent properly or yeah mayroong alam mo yon prudent spending oh so dun sa advance payment na sinabi mo kanina. So talagang bawal pala ito but, dahil sa batas, no? Can you tell me ano yung batas? And why did they even do this in the first place? Kasi, of course, matagal na, sabi mo nga kanina, matagal lang may dealings ang Red Cross sa PhilHealth. And of course, yung uh, assume natin, uh, the chair of PRC is the senator himself, so he should know the law. So bakit nangyari mm-hmm. ito in the first place pa? Wait, just to clarify, I'm not sure if marami na talaga in the past uh-huh. ang dealings ng, ng Red Cross sa PhilHealth. But in general, like with the governments, ka, ano talaga sila, katuwang talaga sila ng gobyerno sa mga humanitarian disaster responses. So, mm-hmm. linawin lang natin. Pero din sa laws, the laws are really clear. Like first is the state auditing code. Sinasabi talaga doon na hindi pwede na magbayad ng advance payment for services that are not yet rendered kasi isipin mo rin naman ang mga dealing sa gobyerno malalaki. So mm-hmm. pag nagbayad ka na ng advance payment, parang nalugi naman in a way yung gobyerno kasi what if lang hindi mag mabigay ng tama or mm-hmm. what if hindi tumupad, 'di ba? So it's a it's a form of protection. Oh. And then on top of that, meron pang bayanihan law which Senator Gordon himself approved last July. Isa siya sa mga nag-approve noon. And sinasabi niya sa mga interviews niya or sa few interviews na after the story went out and sinabi rin sa atin ng Red Cross na under the Bayanihan Law, pwede naman. Pero yun nga eh, it's overly simplistic uh-huh. because hindi talaga siya pwede sa Bayanihan Law because the Bayanihan Law said that government offices can or shall uh, collaborate with, uh, with or partner with Philippine Red Cross tapos verbatim nakasulat, subject to reimbursement. Uh-huh. So, hindi siya advance. Uh-oh. On top of the state auditing code and bayanihan law, meron ding universal healthcare law. Itong UHC na to, yung camp ng Red Cross, yung nag-raise nito na it's allowed. Pero, it's not. Kasi nakasulat dun sa, this is kind of technical. I will try to explain it ng mas maayos. So, uh-huh. 
sa UHC nakalagay doon sa part nan kasi ang PhilHealth ang primary implementer ng UHC. Mm-hmm. So nakalagay lang doon na ang UHC must have prospective payment. Yun ang mode of payment nila. Mm-hmm. Mechanism. Si Senator Gordon sinasabi niya na um, it's allowed. Meaning, ini-equate niya, ini-equate niya yung perspective to advance payment. But the definition of prospective payment is that para siyang case rates na naka, naka-arrange na kung paano yung values ng mga services. Mm-mm. But it doesn't mean it's an advance payment. It's a technical term used in the health insurance industry. And a quick Google of that will show you that kind of uh, kind of definition from UK government, Asian, several Asian governments, Chineco. So, yun yung meaning. Uh-uh. And then, ayun, on top of that, meron pang yung sa conflict of interest, pero syempre, that's a state yeah. auditor just raised that issue, pero hindi tayo yung magkakapag-decide nun. It's still the court at the end of the day. Uh-huh. We just presented that it's an issue. Bakit importante na malaman to ng public? Kasi, di ba nga, minsan, uh, andali ma-fall sa technicalities ng kontrata, no? Minsan, hindi siya kinitignan ng mga tao, ng media. Pero, itong story mo, like, we're doing it, bakit tayo mo dapat malaman ito? But importante na ilabas itong ganitong mga information? I think, first of all, it's because of the, it's the pandemic and a lot of people are really suffering now na hindi nga lahat ng tao kaya ng social distancing. More so, hindi lahat ng tao kaya makapagpa-test. And then, here goes the government entering into a contract deemed disadvantageous to the Filipino people dahil kulang ng protection. So, dapat malaman ng mga tao to kasi another thing, parang ang nangyayari, he said, she said sa issue ng PhilHealth. So, when you present the details to them, at least they will know how it works how how the questionable transactions work behind mm-hmm. our back and at the same time syempre when you when you hear the word or the phrase red cross the organization isipin mo syempre ano yan uh, tumutulong yan which is true naman uh-uh. we're not discounting what they're doing in this pandemic but it doesn't follow na lahat ng papasukan nilang kontrata eh tama na just because they help the government or at least the public thinks they help the government. So, dapat malaman din na hindi lahat, yung iba minsan sa wording lang. Pero when you look into the actual contract, ano talaga siya? Questionable. So, at least the people should, I think, I hope the story will help the people look deeper into like, you know, the organizations. So, your findings really said a lot about yung how government contracts works, paano dapat sila gumalaw. So before we tackle siguro other aspects of this issue, let's listen first to this preview of a Rappler podcast. Next time, wag ninyo akong pariginigin ng revolusyon. Naku, Diyos ko. Yan ang mas delikado sa COVID. Eh, kung mag-revolusyon kayo, you will give me the free ticket to stage a counter-revolusyon. How I wish you would do it. Don't understand what President Rodrigo Duterte is saying? Want to know the story behind his words? Listen to Seat of Power, Rappler's political podcast about the Duterte presidency. Hosted by me, P. Renada, Rappler's Malacanang Beat Reporter. Hi, welcome back to Newsbreak Beyond the Stories. I am Jadesh Gavilan and I'm here with Camille Alamia. We've been talking about her latest investigative report on PhilHealth and Red Cross. 
So, kanina nang nilabas itong story nito, or maybe before mo nilabas kasi you need to get the sides pa. Ano yung line of messaging or defense ng mga parties involved sa findings mo? Did they at least affirm some of your findings? Not necessarily ni sabi na mali ito, pero parang na-affirm lang yung mga nag-red flag sa'yo. Yeah, kasi una muna, for PhilHealth, hindi talaga sila sumagot. Okay. And I waited for over a week. Mm-hmm. Tapos, I know deep within, hindi alam nila na wala silang malulusot in a way. Ang tinanong ko kasi yung um, si EVP and COO Arnel De Jesus and sources told me, and ngayon nga, inamin din ng former PhilHealth officer, na siya talaga yung brains of the agreement. Uh-huh. So, tinanong natin siya. So, yung staff niya, kinukulit ko kung kailan maglalabas. As in, to the point na nagpapaasa na rin sila. Sasabihin nila na, ah, o oh, ano na, um, ready na. Uh-huh. Pero, hindi, parang biglang last minute, hindi na. Bali, three times sila nag-request ng extension. So, we granted it kasi, hello, sige, these are serious accusations. So, sige, bigyan natin sila ng time. But, hindi pa rin sila sumagot. So, isa na yun sa parang, kung meron kang defense, why not say it? I mean, alam mo yun, i-defend mo. Tapos, hindi lang yun, pati other PhilHealth officials tinanong ko, pero ayaw nila. Mm-hmm. Tapos, meron ding mga nag-off the record, probably because they wanna save themselves. That's that's just my gut feel. So, sasabihin nila na, ah, I informed them of the red flags that I noticed. So, mm-hmm. syempre, ang hirap i-verify nun. So, just, it's just in my head na, ah, siguro, ano to, parang nagkakalaglaga na sa loob. Uh-huh. So, so, inter- when it comes to Red Cross naman, ang pinadalhan ko ng, ng questions was the staff of Senator Gordon. And then, nagulat na lang ako, sinabi naman din niya sa akin, pero I was surprised to know na Red Cross na lang yung magre-reply. So, okay, at least it's the organization. It's better to have that than nothing. Pero of course, I still tried to get the side of Senator Gordon. Hindi niya talaga ako sinagot. I tried all forms, text, phone, phone call, and even Viber, wala. As for the PRC, I, I kind of find this funny or amusing, for lack of better word. Kasi, I, I think I sent five to six questions, but they gave me a 17-page reply. Oh. And 10, 10 pages of that was focused, were focused on how good the PRC and Senator Gordon are. So parang, okay, but that's not the point of my questions. To be fair, sinagot naman muna nila to the best that they could. Pero, nakakaano lang na, ang daming pictures about what the Red Cross did and all. Senator Gordon didn't reply to us. Pero today, or yesterday, he had an interview with a radio station, DZWB, and he said, basically all, he reiterated just the statements of PRC. So parang, for me, wala na silang bagong masabi. So it only goes to show that the, that the, details presented in the story are solid because it's been two days and they still couldn't give us anything new or a new a new alibi or a new reasoning. Plus, interestingly, when I asked them about the advance payments, they never mentioned the auditing rules. They really didn't mention. Eh, yun yung pinaka-explicitly nagsasabi na no advance payment. So, for me, it's like, you know, we're journalists. Parang may may isip ka na agad. So, parang... Uh, so before we go into my next question, can we like, give me like at least a quick summary of their reply? 17 pages, I know. Mm-hmm. Baka mukha siyang accomplishment report siguro. Pero yung piece na to or yung 
pinaka-importante parts? Ano yung parang sinabi sa'yo ng PRC? Sinabi ng PRC that there's no law or parang hindi bawal ang advance payments kasi while the Bayanihan law explicitly state na dapat subject to reimbursement ang partnership with Red Cross, dapat daw tignan din ng ibang laws, UHC and other laws dun sa issue na yun. But as I said in the story, yung laws na binensyon nila also do not directly allow advance payments. Tapos sinabi rin nila na it's not disadvantageous to the government kasi parang PhilHealth daw ang lumapit sa Red Cross, hindi naman daw Red Cross ang nag-initiate. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's just politics yung issue kasi sobrang um, pinup- napupuri daw si Senator Gordon and maganda daw ang feedback sa Red Cross. So para may sinabi pa doon na how can it be disadvantageous if maraming utang ang PhilHealth sa amin under the agreement daw dapat against daw yun dun sa napag-usapan kasi nga I told you earlier dapat may revolving fund. So uh-huh. I also pointed out na if we will follow the laws and not the questionable agreement, dapat naman talaga maglabas muna sila ng pera before okay. ma-reimburse. Okay. So ayun yung, basically yun yung ano nila, dun nag-rotate yung, yung ano nila, uh, sagot nila sa atin. And then, for the other pages, those are pictures of their molecular laboratories and other oh. praises for Senator Gordon. Yeah. So, nga, uh, I'm going to ask you also about Senator Richard Gordon. Pero you mentioned kanina na it's the court to decide if it's a conflict of interest. Pero we know that the senator is part of the Senate na nag-look into the PhilHealth allegations, di ba nga? Medyo in hot water din ang PhilHealth ngayon. And yet, may ganito palang issue. Uh, how do you make sense of this? I just maybe share ko lang muna yung sinasabi ng mga PhilHealth insiders uh-huh. na I've known since maybe two years ago when I first did another PhilHealth story. So anyway, I talked to them and they said na it's, for them, it seemed like the agreement was a bribe to Senator Gordon to go easy on these officials. Pero for me, I couldn't really say that kasi it's hard to, I mean, hindi naman tayo nandito just to accuse without any proof. So uh-huh. I just like to share yun yung sinasabi nila. Pero for me, it's more of, you had Red Cross, but at the same time, you are a senator and you're part of the government. So that's where the gray area lies. Now, it's like the government is entering into a contract with a company owned by a government official. Pero at the same time, Red Cross is a humanitarian organization. So meron din kasi, naka, yun yung, yun yung, alam mo yun, yun yung, yun yung parang uh, point of contention kasi sinasabi ng Red Cross, private agency nga ang PhilHealth pero they're non-stock, non-profit. So, Senator Gordon has no business interests or whatsoever. But we all know that conflict of interest goes beyond that. Yeah. And ultimately, as a public officer, you are held to a higher standard or you should be held to a higher standard. And dapat walang conflict of interest or kahit man lang appearance of such. So, yun, until now, so in relation to the hearings nga that Senator Gordon did, until now, wala pang official um, committee report kasi ang issue doon is Senator Gordon, Senator Gordon's report was um, parang ang tinitira noon yung mga regional vice presidents, yun yung so-called part of the mafia. Mm-mm. Yun yung mga kaaway nila former CEO Morales and other PhilHealth management. Kaya sinasabi ng insiders na, ah, baka bribe yan. So you see where it's coming from na uh-huh. kalaban niya nung mga kasama sa pumirma sa agreement. Parang ganon. But the senators didn't agree to Gordon's committee report or draft committee report kasi some of these VP, 
uh, they provided documents or they participated in the probe. So, yun nagkakatalo. And Senator Gordon was supposed to give that or was supposed to release that report last week. Pero it was postponed kasi ayaw daw niyan i-divide yung Senate. So, uh, are they going to do something about these findings from your report? Are you like feeding any fillers from agencies or kahit sinong government official? Honestly, I don't know. Because I mean, yung mga, itong issue na to, some senators already know about this. Yet, maybe as a form of respect or deference to Senator Gordon, they just didn't touch on this. I think the only senator who kind of said anything about it was Senator Laxon. Pero sobrang gentle pa rin. Siyempre, colleague mo siguro. Uh-huh. May ano pa rin, sign of respect. So I don't know if the Senate will do something about it. But I heard like some groups are filing a complaint against Senator Gordon. And also I heard na baka sa house din daw magkaroon. Pero uh-huh. alam mo naman, anything can happen uh-huh. behind closed doors. So uh-huh. we really won't be able to confirm it if matutuloy talaga. So yun yung inaabangan natin dahil na ano na natin, na ananigan na natin, narinig na natin. So parang uh, yung, yung nalaman ko na may story ka on PhilHealth and PRC, naalala ko yung story mo before on PhilHealth naman kasi hindi na bago sa'yo yung investigate itong agency nito. Pero itong latest findings mo, where do you place this among all the controversies na hinaharap or hinarap ng PhilHealth in the past over the few years? Panibagong level ba to Or is this like a symptom of a wider problem inside the two, like, feel health basically kasi sobrang embedded talaga ng corruption in the agency but for me this story is another example of the shocking level of corruption and questionable transactions in feel health na it's not just feel health alone other officers other groups other outside alam mo yun, offices are also part of it like we also heard even before the issue of the yung yung connivance between hospitals and PhilHealth, we already heard of that. Pero it's so difficult to prove. So mm-hmm. parang ganun yung nangyayari ngayon. Ito, parang swerte tayo, merong papel. Uh-oh. Pero like for the other questionable transactions, wala. Kasi syempre, kung gagawa ka ng masama, diba, itatry mo namang walang black and white evidence. So for me, it's just another shocking level na parang lahat hindi lang when you look at PhilHealth corruption hindi lang PhilHealth Uh-oh. it's like the whole thing because even this questionable transaction we would think na or I would think Senator Gordon would know about it because he is a lawyer and he's a he's been a I mean ano na siya senior senator na siya and he signed the the bayanihan law so dapat alam niya yung mga ganong issues pero lumusot pa rin so I don't know so it's just Oh. Uh, ano yung gusto mo mangyari? Or what, what siguro yung may qu- next question, two parts sa. Uh, what do you think will happen next? And what do you want to happen next? Kasi we know naman, ya, di ba? The journalism in our report, sometimes hindi nangyayari magusto natin mangyari. Hmm. I think um, sana ma-investigahan pa siya like ng Congress or ng Senate. I mean, it's a far-fetched dream, pero sila lang yung may capability to do that. I'm not sure if it, this will reach with the ombudsman given the current political climate. And Senator Gordon, let's not forget, is an ally of the administration. 
Mm-hmm. He handled also like yung mga serious allegations against the fa- the president and his family. So I don't know how it will play into that. Pero sana ma-investigahan further. And kasi ano yun eh, ang, I mean, if this will parang slide na lang under the rug, what's gonna stop other senators from doing it? I mean, it's so evident with the exact wordings of the law. It's not just one law. It's in fact three or four, pero lumusot pa rin. So, mm-hmm. alam mo yun, dapat matignan. Oh. And as for, ayun, for me, I th- but I think what's gonna happen is baka House ang mag-investigate lang, not the Senate. But again, I'm not Nostradamus, alam mo yun. Hindi <laughs> man ako manguhula na oh. alam ko. Yun yung naririnig ko so far. And for my last question, Camille, ano yung takeaway mo from doing this uh, investigation? Like, you've been a journalist for so long, so bakit importante sa'yo na magawa pa yung mga ganito mga investigation? Ano yung lessons mo from doing this report na uh, siguro you will, na dapat malaman siguro ng public or maybe may mga aspiring journalists na nakikinig sa podcast natin? Yeah, pero grabe ka naman sana pagtagal ng journey. <laughs> Bata pa ako. Pero anyway, um I think it's really like given the press freedom climate in the Philippines now, all the more these kinds of stories are important kasi parang yung iba complacent na lang na ah, we can do it. I mean like iba that means public officials. I mean like they're complacent na ah, we're on the good side of the government. So whatever we do kaya na nating gawin. Pero especially for like, in this case, yung Red Cross, as I said earlier, humanitarian organization. So di ba iisipin natin, ay gumagawa ng mabuti. Pero that, as journalists, we have to provide like, critical questions kasi lahat kinu-question natin. So, yun yung maganda sa mga ganitong stories. And especially now, na pandemic, I'm sure madami pang lalabas na mga ganito. And I also hope because of this investigation, more people from inside these offices and other government agencies would have the courage to speak out mm-hmm. because we know we don't have an FOI law and it's very difficult to get um, documents. So, minsan pwedeng sa kanila manggaling yun and then we'll just have to do the verification and all the dirty work. Pero at least, alam mo yun, they will be empowered na meron naman palang mangyayari if they speak up. Oh, so, if may, may nakikinig sa atin na mga insiders, email nyo na si Camille. So, on that note, let's continue to be vigilant kasi we have to monitor this development, especially since PhilHealth is an important part of our government system. And, of course, taxpayers' money yung involved dito eh. Thank you, Camille, for joining us today and for explaining your investigative report, yung mga details na dapat malaman ng public. Uh, you can read uh, Camille's article by going to rapper.com slash newsbreak. Ilalagay ko rin sa link ng podcast na ito yung story ni Camille na you can read and share to your colleagues, your network para ma-spread yung mga findings niya. So, thank you, Camille, for joining me today. Thank you. Hope and, you learned something new. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you would like to be updated on this and other issues, huwag kalimutan na i-follow ang Rappler and Newsbreak sa Facebook, pati na rin sa Twitter. If you want to get access to exclusive content and events, join Rappler Plus. Plus, it's a community where we discuss and get deeper insights to the issues we face today. You can sign up by visiting rapper.com slash plus. Kung meron ka namang gusto na topic that you think we should discuss in our podcast, you can email us at investigative at rapper.com. Again, that's investigative at rapper.com. Again, I am Judesca Villan and this is Newsbreak Beyond the Stories.